Welcome back to the BDSM show where we're talking all things budgeting, debt savings and money. Um, today on the show we have Dan Schliever, CEO and co-founder of Cozaic, uh, formerly known as Chad IQ and we're going to talk all about that in a second. Um, uh, BDSM is part of the Bigger B project. Um, I'm still going to keep mentioning it. Uh, my name is Ivan and welcome back to another episode. Uh, today everything is general advice only. Dan, welcome. Well, thank you for having me, Ivan. I appreciate the invitation. We could have not timed a better day to have you on, and I'm going to quickly talk about uh, uh, about Kozak. But, of course, Dan's dialing in from US, thus uh, he's not somewhere in a basement. Um, he's very closely watching uh, the US election uh, as it's unfolding. Um, we, we had a quick chat earlier today. It sounds like you're not buying guns yet, but, but you will be soon. Um, well, we'll see, or at least we'll see, we'll see what, what happens on your screen as that goes on. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> it's, uh, it's drinking time somewhere in the world. Um, so again, thank you. So thank you so much for, uh, for joining us on the show. I'll quickly give you a quick introduction. Um, but, uh, you've come from a very strong background. Uh, within project, uh, pro, sorry, product management, and eventually decided that it's time to do something new. Uh, started Kozak in 2012, I believe, in a barn in Virginia, uh, and wanted to go in and build beautiful, simple HTML5 charts uh, and visualize financial services. Uh, and so that, that's how ChartIQ was born, and then ultimately led into other uh, fields that you're doing to create more actionable uh, and tradable data. So. Tell us, how, how do you go from a barn in Virginia to running a super successful global fintech? Yeah, so, uh, well, uh, again, thanks for having me. And you're right, the, the election results are pouring in in the background. Uh, it's an exciting time here in the States. Uh, slightly nauseating, perhaps, but also exciting. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, you know, I, I grew up in, in Virginia, which uh, for those that might not know, uh, if you know where Washington, D.C. is, we're just to the south uh, it's it's mostly a, a, a rural state. Uh, I live in a, a small college town. I grew up here. And uh, when I decided to leave Chicago where I was living and uh, start my own business, start Chart IQ, uh, I came back to Virginia and uh, we rented out a barn, uh, which as you can imagine was quite cheap. Uh, the barn uh, legitimately was, was built out as a uh, the upstairs of the barn above the stalls uh, was <laughs> office space uh, that was originally built out actually by the Dave Matthews Band, which uh, is local to right. the area and was their first office. And so it was a it was a drafty old barn. We were there for years and uh, it was it was fun. Uh, obviously, our, our clients uh, are folks like you. Uh, we work with uh, retail brokers and websites and uh, institutions uh, you know, buy side and sell side firms all around the world. And and none of those are based here. Uh, so we have lots of clients in uh, New York and London and Sydney and Hong Kong, uh, and none of them are here in Virginia. Uh, but it's a great place to live and it's a great place to be based. And uh, in normal times, I spend a lot of my time traveling between uh, kind of the big capital market subs. Uh, interesting. I, I, I know we're uh, we're a little bit secluded down here in uh, in Australia, but I have actually heard of uh, the Dave Matthews Band, um, which which I was uh, anyway. I, I found that very I, I found it very surprising to hear that. I don't think I've heard I've heard them uh, for many many years. Anyway, um, anyway, it's interesting. So so our story um, in terms of how we started using your product um, 
has been, uh, must have been, I mean, it's about as soon as we realised that we were need a charting platform um, and uh, it was, it was, it was also sort of looked around on the internet and went, oh God, do I have to build another trading, you know, charting platform and found you guys and went, holy shit, this is amazing. Um, and so for all of you that are listening in, um, or throughout all of our trade floor applications, uh, we use the Chart IQ charting platform. Um, we've got sort of our own skin on it. Uh, we've added some option stuff to it. Um, but you've got an exciting pipeline and, and hopefully we'll be able to start using some of that. Do you want to, do you want to talk to some of the stuff that you're working on and, uh, and sort of how you're taking over the world? Yeah, sure. Well, uh, I mean, in a non-Trump been, way. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you guys as a client and, and a lot of our clients are, are uh, startups. Uh, a lot of them are, are much, you know, larger firms. We work with obviously the, you know, Yahoo Finance and E-Trade and, and you know, the, the, the big, uh, big folks. But, you know, we're, we started as a startup as well. And, and it's uh, really working with small, uh, small, small, but becoming very large uh, clients, whether it's you guys or uh, in India, uh, we started working with a, a company called Zeroda, which started as a tiny little broker and is now, I think, the, the fastest growing broker in India. I've um, seen their so, website. It's mental. Yeah, I didn't realize you guys power them. Congratulations. Yeah, they uh, those guys have, have been killing it. The, the two founders uh, who are lovely guys, uh, I think, are now billionaires and, and uh, you know, super successful. Uh, we're not, you know, but uh, but they are. Great. One day, Dan, we will. It's fine. <laughs> One day, but but that's the cool thing about it is that what we make uh, gets built into trading platforms like yours, and and you guys put your own spin on it, and we provide the the underlying tooling. Uh, that lets you guys build, you know, a web experience or a mobile experience or even a desktop one um, and tailor it to the needs of your clients. And so you guys know your customers better than we ever will. Uh, you guys know the the Australian market and uh, the kinds of tools that are needed. And so, you know, we provide the kit and, and you guys build uh, everything around it. So it's it's worked out well. We uh, We just... Running a poll at the moment, do you currently review any charting before or after making a trade? Uh, so far, 100% saying uh, yes, that they do. That's good. And by the way, if you guys have any questions for Dan, uh, drop them into the uh, into, into the chat. Uh, I don't uh, think that we'll ever, ever have anybody who knows more about charting than Dan ever on the show. So uh, interestingly enough, uh, you mentioned travel. Uh, we were meant to – our very first podcast um, was actually meant to be with you. Uh, I remember you, you, you were planning on, on visiting down under and, and um, we were getting ready to sort of start doing our stuff at, at, uh, at open markets. Uh, and, uh, and then, yeah, and then uh, next thing you know, COVID hit and um, I'm, I, was, I was kind of hoping that we'd still do it face-to-face, but it sounds like uh, that's probably not for another couple of years, the, the way you guys are tracking. Um, I, he, I hear the, the guy in charge, he, he really managed the, uh, the COVID situation really well. We're, uh, <laughs> we're 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 killing it. It's uh it's yeah no we're we're doing great. It's fantastic here. Uh, highly recommend it. Uh, <laughs> visit. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I was uh, I was supposed to come uh, visit you guys and uh, go on on holiday in in Australia, New Zealand. Uh, actually, for my birthday back in the spring, was really looking forward to it and uh, uh, visit you guys and and do the podcast and uh, so I'll I'll see you soon. But hopefully. Uh, hopefully you guys will let me into your country. Uh, right now, I don't think uh, Australia or New Zealand or, frankly, anyone 
wants to show up on their doorstep. So, no, nah, look, that's okay. You, you can, you just need to sit in the uh, desert for about two weeks, and 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 then and, and then you'll be okay, and then and then you can sort of move on. So, tell us, you know, how how did it come about? I've, I've actually, uh, you know, we it's it's we've you've used your service for for so long, and and we've actually, you know, we spoke with like Eric quite quite closely um, in in early days, and then sort of it's, it, there's been a couple of other guys. How we've actually never spoken. How did you come about? Um, uh, for, for the audience, I'm a little bit starstruck. Uh, how how did you come about wanting to actually go in and and build a charting platform for everyone to use? Yeah. So uh, my my background, as you mentioned at the very beginning, uh, mostly in product management. Uh, I personally just really like data viz. Uh, it's kind of a, a, a dorky pursuit, and uh, I'm willing to. Uh, <laughs> To admit to being kind of a geek when it comes to such things, uh, but I, I honestly think, at least for people like me, being able to look at something and just kind of intuitively understand what's going on. And so uh, I see the, the the poll data here: eleven percent of the audience doesn't look at a, a, a chart before or after the trade, which which scares me because it's such a great way to understand what's going on and, and just to see the supply demand equation, to see the trend that's happening in the market. And at least for people like me, uh, visualizations are really the way to understand a large amount of data in a very quick period of time. And, and I think what's interesting in trading and in markets right now is that uh, as individual traders, we have access to far more data than we ever did. And it used to be that you had to go to your broker's office or your investment advisor, and they had access to all the real data. And we would just see the, the share prices in the newspaper the next day. But now we have access yeah. to real-time data, not just about the markets, but about everything all over the world. And so the question becomes, how do you actually uh, you know, process all that data and make a, a an investment decision or a trading decision off of it, uh, and so that was really where my my passion was. And so it was about taking taking that and applying it to capital markets um, and uh, helping people make investing decisions. And uh, it's been it's been fun. Yeah, I, come on. We, we we did speak about this whole past tense thing, you know. I know I know it's a, I know it's a big moment. It for is you. fun. Uh, it is fun, Ivan. It is fun. It was yeah. fun. It is fun, and I plan on having a lot more fun with it in the future. Um, it's a good time. Just can't get out of the house for a few months. <laughs> well, we'll see. As long as long as long as there's no riots. Um, so one of the things that I found really really interesting about when we were reviewing charting packages generally was that, um, you know, if we built something ourselves or whether we, we partnered with someone who typically weren't even closely embracing modern technology, um, we could never get the, the depth of different indicators and technical analysis tools that that's awesome. We, we only said one person, Dan, come on. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's hilarious. Um, uh, a little distracted there, Ivan. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I, I've only got a, I've, I've got a dog that looks like a cat and, and behaves like a cat, but uh, like I've got a sausage. But anyway, um, they haven't seen a cat for, well, for a day. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I was going to say, so, yes, yeah, so I haven't seen the breadth of indicators that 
you cover. Um, and, you know, as I was mentioning to you, like we get requests for, hey, do you have the syndicator there? And we go, oh, yeah, let me just get it from Chart IQ. And then, you know, and if not, you guys typically will go and build it. How, how do you manage to know so much about technical analysis as a group? Yeah, so we've, we've got, uh, I mean, we've got some real experts on the staff, to be honest. Uh, my, my head of product, Eugene, ran all of charting and graphics at Bloomberg for about a dozen years. Uh, you know, I'd like to think that I know a lot about charts, but he knows a lot about charts. Um, and, you know, the nice thing uh, about having clients all around the world, they're serving traders all around the world, is that we get all of those requests. And so certain things will be popular in Australia and New Zealand that are different than what's in India, that would be different than what's in, in Europe. Um, and so we have to service all of those. And so the, the nice thing about what we do is that we have tens, if not hundreds of millions of, of traders every month using our charts. Um, and we get the feedback from, from clients like you saying, hey, can you add this feature? Can you add this very specific drawing tool or annotation tool or uh, you know, the technical indicator or chart type or whatever it is? Um, and we're able to do that and, and really service a, a, a wide swath of, of folks. Um, the, I like to, uh, I'm glad to see that everybody was paying attention in the color <laughs> of my cap. Um, yeah, he's running around in the background. Um, he's also very anxious about the election results, so he's just got energy to get rid of. Um, but yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd make the, a white supremacist joke right now, but it'd be, yeah. <laughs> the, the interesting thing about charting and about trading, honestly, is that everybody has to find their own trading style that works for them. And I know you guys have a lot of different clients and everybody has to find what works to, for them. And there is no one right way or wrong way to look at the markets. It's all about finding something that works for you, developing a plan mm. and sticking with that plan. And so you know, what might make sense to you, you might be a long-term investor, I might be a day trader. We have different ways of looking at the market and we need different tools for that. And so it, there's a variety of things to make it work. And, and I think that's the great thing um, about the markets in general and about charting in particular is that I can set up my charts exactly the way that I want them. You can set them up the way that you are. And, and as you know, in your, you know, your platform, you can save your studies and save your template the way that you want it and, and be able to have that every time that you log in. And it's just about that customization and making sure that the charts work for you, not that uh, there's one right way or wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do, do you see any specific indicators that, that you know, that, that you particularly like? Um, is there anything that, you know, that you see kind of stands out from, from, from others? Are there any favourites, I guess? Yeah, so, well, what's, what's interesting to me, and I think this is probably the case for, for most people, is that the more they learn about markets, the thing that they're learning about becomes the interesting thing to look at. And so for me, it's really about the options market. And the options market uh, is certainly exploding all around the world and, and retail participation in options is going up. And so the ability to layer in options data with traditional kind of technical analysis and time series uh, is the thing that's fascinating for me because the options market is a reflection of sentiment and price discovery um, that you can layer in for additional context. And so that might be 
looking at historical volatility of a particular instrument. Uh, we've recently had some features to, to kind of layer in uh, all of the different option strikes along the y-axis and be able to see open interest and volume. That's nice. So ways for somebody like myself that's not uh, a math guy who's not uh, an options trader, you know, through and through, but is used to looking at a candlestick chart to be able to layer in the options market data and see what's going on and, and see how that's relevant to what's going on. So that's what's mm. what got me excited at the moment. Um, part of that is just part of my own journey of, of learning more about options trading. Uh, but I think it's really interesting, again, going back to being a, a data viz geek, is how do you take a big data set like options data and make it really simple and easy for a guy like me to understand? Yeah, I tell you what, we've been on that journey uh, at Tradefloor for, you know, five years. So I, uh, you know, my background is an options trader. I was actually a futures trader, then an options trader. Um, and, uh, and you know, and I still, uh, I still trade options a lot more than I trade stock. Um, I hold, you know, 100% of my equity exposure is, talk about, you know, one of, I think that's one of the reasons why we changed uh, the D and the BDSM to uh, debt from diversification, which it usually was, was because I can't I can't have a straight face and talk about diversification as far as I understand the importance of it. I'm 100% exposed to my company. I don't know. Uh, I, you yeah. know typically, entrepreneurs are, are about the same, uh, and it, it doesn't matter if I buy some, you know, BHP or, uh, or you know, actually probably names that, that are much more familiar to you, yeah, the Teslas of the world. But um, interesting. So I mean, op- options is we've been working through that and you know we've 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 smashed in like an applied volatility indicator uh an iv rank indicator into your chart um which which shows how expensive um uh volatility is at that given point in time we haven't done anything around skew it sounds like it's a you know that you've got an exciting journey it's a it's a very deep world and and there's a lot of stuff going on in in options research at the moment as well so um it sounds like you've just you've just um Planned out the next seven years of your life. Yeah, I think so, and it'll be it'll be fun to work together with you guys on it because uh, folks like you who who come from an options background uh, honestly think about markets in a bit of a different way. And, and again, it tends to be more maths guys. Uh, but you know, we pretend to be. I'm like you. Volatility and thinking about delta and thinking about all these things. It's it's foreign to me, but it's natural to you. And the question is really how do we take that and make it natural and obvious to just equity traders like myself that are used to trading the underlying, uh, but know that there's a whole world of options out there that we can use to kind of express our trade ideas. Uh, and so that's mm. that's the fun part to me um, when it comes to you know what we can do with charting that not just having every technical indicator that your your you know traders ask for but to think of new ways of displaying data it sounds like you guys have already done some of that and and we're doing Mm. some work with you guys on it um but how can we take things that are are new and interesting um and contextualize them uh so Mm. that we understand our normal kind of trade decision making uh process uh that we can we can see that information Mm. i'll uh i'll I'll chat to you a little bit later in uh you know whenever whenever we've got time but but yeah we've got some interesting interesting things we've done there through you know the asx options trading game here which is the game that we built for the exchange um and we've been sort of on that journey of simplifying options for a little while um 
uh, and and I think that there's some some interesting things that equity learn, equity traders can learn from options as well. But uh, there was a poll running at the moment as well. How often do yeah. you use everyone? 100% right on the cat. Um, it was in fact why not tortoise shell. Uh, how often do you use trading charts to help inform your investment decisions? 50% said a few times a day. Uh, 12% said a few times a week. 25%. Uh, a few times a month and 12% said I don't really use them. So for the 12% that don't really use them, wh- what would you say to them? Um, how how can they use charts to get a better understanding of making investment decisions? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the great thing about uh, charts, especially for people that don't use them already, is that you don't, you don't have to spend all day looking at charts. You don't have to become an expert in technical analysis to incorporate charts into to your trading style. Uh, the great thing about them is that they can just be a quick sanity check. Um, so if you have something and you plan on uh, trading and for whatever reason, whether it's you've done fundamental analysis or it's uh, a brand that you really believe in or you know whatever reasons that you have behind that or options analysis or whatever else, it can just be the quick glance at the chart to see, hey, you know, what is the overall trend to look like? Don't fight the trend, right? The, mm. the old, you know, never uh, buy something with a flat 200-day moving average, right? Is a, again, volatility traders aside, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, it can be that kind of a quick sanity check, not that you're going to base your decision-making off of charts, um, but that when you're doing your due diligence before you enter into a position, um, you can just take a look and say, am I fighting against the broader trend? And what does the mm. overall line demand in the market look like? Is it going up? Is it going down? Has there been a recent change in direction that you need to be aware of? And so it can be as simple as that. Um, and if that's all you ever use charts for, that's fine. Obviously, I I use them as as kind of the core thesis of, of what I buy and sell, um, but it doesn't have to be that intense for people. Mm. I'm actually, um, uh, one thing that you guys released a little while ago that I really want to um, integrate uh, once we've just got a little bit more time is trading from the chart, um, especially I think you've had some massive enhancements to that in the past year or two from memory. Uh, and, you know, now you can kind of, you know, put like cool, you know, um, uh, OCO type orders in there, uh, one cancels the other type orders, conditional orders and, and things like that, which is, which is awesome. Um, and you cater not only for the sort of the everyday mum and dad investors, so to say, you also cater for, um, super professional institutional investors. I mean, that's a very broad range, um, uh, of, of things. And interestingly enough, question around, um, and, and Julian, actually, I'll probably quickly answer this question. Sorry, I, I know there was sort of a question, but, but then I realized that we'll just run out of time and talk about charting and options, especially if we start going down that path. Um, I, I intend to trade US market. Uh, how do I do that and use your charts? Uh, we don't have US. Um, do you know any of any brokers, US brokers that, um, uh, do allow Australian accounts off the top of your head that, that, that use chart IQ? Oh, uh, I actually, I don't know, to be perfectly honest. Um, I don't we, know uh, just uh, which brokers allow accounts from which countries is is uh, a bit beyond me because it, it is so yeah. country by country. Complicated. Um, 
What I would say is uh, certainly if you're looking for a place to look at our charts with U.S. market data, uh, Yahoo Finance is a great place to go. Um, so Yahoo yeah. Finance used our charts and they obviously have all of the U.S. market data. Um, and so, I mean, you can't trade through them. You still need to find a broker. But as far as a place to, to find market data and our charting uh, and then find a broker that will uh, open accounts for, uh, for Aussies. Yep, yep, yep. And there's there's some there's some cool options out there now. We've got a we've got a whole new uh group of people like you know, Stake does does free trading uh into US um with with obviously uh, make money on FX. Uh then you've got uh self wealth coming, one of our clients, self wealth coming into in, into doing US trading uh I believe in, in the next I think they they're actually gonna go live uh, around about this time. Uh due to the election decided probably not the best time to to launch uh, US uh, trading, um, and I think we'll, we'll probably have some volatility. Speaking of which, um, how is the check looking uh, at the moment? Yeah, it's. There's, uh, I'm not. I've got on my other monitor. I've got the the election results. I don't see anything too crazy going on. But we'll find out. I'll let you know. Yeah. You'll see either cry tears of joy or tears of sadness. <laughs> um, you mentioned trading from the chart. I want to to uh, poke at that for just one moment. It's a really interesting thing you mentioned kind of mom and pop investors as well as as professional traders um trading from the chart is one of these things that that interestingly kind of appeals to both uh yeah. it's a really simple way of just dragging and dropping where you want your order to be and displaying it um and a really quick way to use charts uh in that as you're kind of dragging a limit order down you can see when you hit a point of support or resistance on the chart because it shows that line across. And so it's a really easy way to see that. Yeah. Um, it's also a really nice way to be able to show uh, the risk reward ratio for a trade. Mm. So you mentioned something like a, an OCO, a, a one cancels the other uh, trade. It, it, you can automatically kind of show what the risk reward ratio is uh, based on where your, your conditional orders are set. And so I think that's a great example of where charts make for a real uh, easy kind of visual metaphor and, and way to enter mm -hmm. trade um, and to be doing some of that sanity checking along the way. I remember, um, uh, I, don't, I don't think you, you would have, um, well, you, you may have seen the platform, but I don't think it's, uh, CFDs, I believe, are illegal in, in, in US for retail clients. Uh, but we had a, a you know a platform called Argy Markets here that, that came in, um, which was a UK um, uh, uh, pair, pair trading business. And um, as I like to call them. And they actually, I remember they were the, this was like when I, I remember because I used to use a fair bit of their, their platform uh, when they, when their first iPhone came out or the, the actual iPhone that you could use and they had an app for it straight away. And I remember their charting did this really cool thing where they showed you where the position was with a line um, and that allowed you to start making decisions. And I remember that was, that single-handedly improved my trading results pretty quickly. And I think that um, why I'm so excited about putting this in um, uh, as soon as we, we, we can, we, we, we've got the bandwidth to do it is because I think that it adds such a great dimension, not only the risk-reward ratios, but also just visually understanding where the price is versus where your stops are versus, you know, where your limits are. It's such a powerful tool. Um, yeah. Do you see a lot of people using it? We do actually. It's it's become a really popular feature for exactly the reason that you said, which is being able to go in and go in on your mobile phone, go in on the website, go wherever, and be able to see here's where my my stop loss is, um, and how close am I getting to that, and and what is that line 
you know, I have my cost basis line out here. I've got my stop loss down here. And to be able to very mm -hmm. quickly see kind of how the market is moving around those. And it just, it provides a really clear way to see your existing positions, uh, your open pending orders, um, and to be able to manage risk. And, and I think uh, everybody that's been trading for a long time, uh, the, the first thing they'll tell you is that managing risk is the most important thing. And so the ability yeah. to just kind of visually see where you are and, uh, and manage that, it's fantastic. And quickly drag, drag you know, change your, change your order level as well. Like that, that, that's probably the coolest mm -hmm. thing that, you know, if the market's rapidly getting to your stop loss and you feel like, oh, I need, a, I need a bit more or alternatively more likely, the better scenario is that it, it's going in your direction and, you know, you can, you can, you can drag it, dra dra drag and drop it and, and, and quickly adjust just uh, sort of in the circa uh, trailing stop way, but a little bit more um, human, I guess. I, I, anyway, I've got to get it. What, one dream that I've always had uh, to do with with your charts and um, and I've never um, got around to doing it was because we were predominantly using the charting platform for the top, top end uh, sophisticated traders in, in Australia, whether it be advisors or whether they'd be um, sort of high net worth options traders. And we were specifically using four options was to place option orders directly from the chart. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I've got, I've got a little cookbook that we create. Um, so, you know, you can go on and, and it automatically calculates how to create the, the most optimal, say, R and Condor or whatever. And then wouldn't that be cool just to, just to have that showing on the line and then you, on the chart and then you can actually just drag and drop, um, based on where the strikes are. That's, that's something we've got to talk about. I would, that would, that we're going to have awesome. some fun working on options together. I, I think everybody, uh, uh, everybody tuning in and listening to this is going to be excited to see the, uh, the outcome of it. Cause I think you yeah. and I have, have, you know, a lot more about options, but I've spent a lot uh, of time thinking about how to incorporate this stuff on the chart. And I think together we're going to do good things. Yeah, exactly, and you know, you know, you know, charts much better than I do. I, uh, I honestly, I think it's 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 going to be awesome. Andrew asks, can Chart IQ incorporate things like social media sentiment? Yeah, so I think you know, you guys uh, have done a great job of this in showing how you can take your own data sets and layer them into the chart. And so, data sets that you guys have that aren't just you know RSI moving averages and indicators, uh, and and social sentiment is is uh, one of those. So you might want to plot in a line and then, um, you know, we offer uh, the ability to do a, a rolling correlation coefficient. Um, and so you could see how closely correlated over time, whether with a short, you know, uh, rolling period or a long one, um, how, how closely uh, tied sentiment is to price um, and to be able to see that. Uh, another example would be, you know, you're talking about options, being able to have the put call ratio. And being able to yeah. see how uh, how closely correlated uh, price of the underlying is to put call ratio. So those kinds of things where you guys have a data set that's relevant to you and your traders, you can absolutely plot that into the chart um, and then allow your users to interact between that data set and the primary price data sets. Um, and so yeah. that's definitely something that you can do. Yeah, I think that that's that's cool. I wonder. Um, actually, it's it's an interesting point. And and if anybody again has any any questions or comments or is excited about some of the uh some some of these features coming in and wants us uh, want us to prioritize getting those in, uh, with 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 work from uh Kosek. What actually I could I could ask you. I know it's I know it, it's very much a, a you know charting and and mosaic that that came together to create Kosek and um you know partially partially uh, a major um. 
uh, I was going to say a shift, but it's not a shift. It's a uh, enhancement in thinking and taking over the financial services world and, and creating data analytics. But do you want, do you want to talk about FinSomble? Oh yeah, no, I appreciate the the, the tea up there. Yeah, so it, it is when cool. I started the business uh, back in 2012, uh, the company was called Chart IQ, and and Chart IQ is still the name of our charting uh, platform that you guys use. Uh, but about three years ago, we introduced a second product into the market called Finsamble. Um, and really, the idea behind Finsamble is just to be able to connect together all of the tools that traders use. And so that might be your Bloomberg terminal, plus your you know trading platform, plus uh, some internal analytics, mostly focused at the institutional market, um, not as much on the retail side, uh, but being able to connect those systems together and build workflow between them. So when I do, you know, when I click on something in my blotter in Bloomberg, I want to update my trading platform and I want that to update my risk system. And so we started building that and, and released it about three years ago. And as soon as the company was more than just charts, we knew that we were gonna have to change the name of the company. And we put that off as long as we could. Uh, and so back in July of this year, we announced Cosaic. Um, and so to your point, uh, you know, the root being mosaic, uh, so kind of bringing all the pieces together. Uh, so Chart IQ remains the name of the charting product and, and certainly still our flagship. Uh, but yeah, at this point, we've we've become a, a bigger company with a product portfolio and uh, we kind of outgrew Chart IQ as, as the name of the company. It's a it's an extremely um powerful uh vision and, and and in terms of what you're doing there i think that that i mean it's it's not easy getting a bunch of vendors global vendors especially like bloomberg to come in and locally guys like iris and stuff i know have, have, mm -hmm. are, are, are coming onto that um that's going to be once that's done that's the biggest gripe that people have with with financial services vendors is the fact that none of them talk together so it's kudos to you for for going out and being the glue, um, then ultimately you'll just destroy all of them with amazing technology. But anyway, we won't talk about that. Um, Philip asks, what is your favorite technical uh, an uh, technical analysis chart and why? And Phil, very much appreciate the fact that you actually gave us the US spelling um, just so that Dan can actually understand what we're talking about. <laughs> it's important. It's important. You would think that English is English, but it's not. Uh, we, we still don't speak America. English here. So... Uh, <laughs> You know, to be honest, uh, I'm I'm a keep it simple guy. Um, and so uh, as we were talking about before, uh, layering in options data is kind of the thing that I'm obsessed with right now. But my own kind of chart work tends to explore a new area and then come back to basics, explore a new area, come back to basics. And so right now I'm exploring how to bring in options data. Uh, but the reality is that my basics tend to just be uh, a candlestick chart, a 14-period RSI, and a 50 and 200-day moving average, um, and that's kind of my. That's you my copied base. my template, man. <laughs> you know, except instead of RSI, I use implied volatility, but that's well, that's literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 one of these things. It's just uh, I knew you had access to my data. <laughs> But it's like I said, for me, it's about uh, the the journey around uh, engaging with the markets and, and trading is about learning and exploring and, and finding what works. And so having that as kind of my core basics, um, I know what I'm looking at when I see it. I can quickly identify patterns. And as I explore new data sets or new indicators or new, uh, you know, different techniques, 
um, I always have that as my kind of foundation. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. Um, uh, Phil, Phil did have just a little bit of a follow on about um, Phil. Phil work. Phil is actually um, uh, probably the most excited person uh, to have this conversation because pretty much all of the integrations that um, exist between our technology and Chart IQ. Uh, Phil pretty much did all of that. So, um, and uh, he's a very, he's a very proud Englishman. Uh, so he's he's very uh, disappointed that that it looks like he can't spell. Whereas in actual fact, uh, uh, you know, he is a bit different. But anyway, um, I, yeah. Look, I, I think I think some of that stuff is going to be awesome. Um, and I, I, one thing I love about what you guys are doing um, is that you're not just looking about you know technical analysis being sort of you know. Uh, Dow Jones uh, writing about, uh, sorry, the Jones writing, uh, sorry, the Charles Dow writing about uh, technical analysis uh, yeah. in in the uh, uh, you know in the Wall Street Journal, um, and it, the world of technical analysis has adapted so much. There's so much more mathematics involved now, and also you know to, to Andrew's point around social media um, becoming such a such an interesting forward looking estimate. Um, how do you how how do you look at, at, at sort of that, that broader picture about some of these, you know, how do you find those forward-looking indicators in the world with so much more information? Is that something that, that you that you look at or yeah, think about? So it's, it's uh, you know, I think we were talking earlier about how little data used to be available and now we kind of have mm. too much data and trying to figure out how to deal with it. Uh, it's been an exciting time to, to kind of partner with other fintechs that, are generating interesting data sets. And so I know it's it's sadly, they don't uh, cover the Australian equities market, so it won't be relevant to you guys, uh, but we have an incredible partnership with a company called Estimize, uh, which is a crowdsourced platform for earnings estimates. So you have the traditional kind of Wall Street consensus estimate, uh, but they have a platform with thousands of buy side, sell side, and independent analysts that put in uh, earnings estimates and revenue estimates uh, every quarter uh, and are actually far more accurate than the traditional Wall Street consensus estimate. And so we took that on as a challenge to how do you layer in fundamental data, both historical as well as forward looking into a technical analysis chart. Uh, we came up with the concept that we call visual earnings. Um, you know, I won't try to describe it to people that are listening to the podcast later and, and have to close their eyes. Uh, but basically, how do you take, you know, for instance, if I know when earnings announcement data is coming out in the future, and I have est estimated earnings, both from Wall Street and this crowd, then how do I take three quarters of actuals, one quarter of, of estimated, um, multiply by the, the current price to earnings ratio and have implied price targets based on that. And so not looking at you know, crowdsource price targets for the security, mm. but crowdsource fundamental estimates um, and creating implied price targets and, and showing the sentiment around that. Um, and then to be able to visually show what happens when the, the company either misses or beats earnings expectations and really, you know, what the market's expecting versus what happens in reality and how the price comes out as a result. It's been a really interesting way to look at that data set. And so for us, it's been very much partnering with uh, with companies that have interesting data and have somebody, whether it's a, a quant or a researcher or whoever it is, that knows that data set deeply so that we can mm. collaborate together on how to visualize it. And so that's that's been a lot of fun.
Yeah, I mean, I yeah, it's I, I, I won't I won't I won't speak too deeply into it because you know uh, otherwise we'll we'll be here for uh, we'd probably get the election results in the next two weeks um, about the same time we finish. Um, a couple of interesting things as well. Um, I know by the way as well. Um, just before we do, we do wrap up, if you guys do have some final questions for Dan, please please let us know. But um, how uh, how many markets? Are you now across? I mean, charting obviously is something that's applicable to any market. Um, I mean, the, the first chart I think was created, the first technical chart was created for uh, rice uh, back in Japan, yeah. I believe, right? I think that that's, that's, the, yeah. that's a consensus, yeah, uh, where the guy was, was pricing rice futures, uh, what, 17th century, I think it was, if I remember correctly. 17th or 18th century, I think yeah. the, the inflation adjusted was, was one of the most successful hedge fund managers of all time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which, which is, which is crazy. Um, but you know, so it's been around for a while. It's enhanced a lot. It covers any market. It covers even, you know, what you were talking about beating and, and, and missing. It covers weather forecasts, you know, pretty much essentially. We, well, in Melbourne, it don't bother forecasting. It's always wrong. But, um, uh, anyway, but having said that, how, how many markets are you now across? It's a very long-winded me, way of me asking a question with, with sort of a, a subtle compliment. But how many markets do you actually cover uh, now and how many markets are you in? I, you know, I don't even know the answer, to be honest. Uh, we're, we, we must be in most of them by now. I mean, we have customers in, you know, the whole Pacific Rim from, you know, uh, Japan and South Korea, mainland China, Hong Kong, uh, Thailand, Malaysia, Singapore, obviously down into to, uh, Australia, um, all throughout Latin America. We have customers in the Middle East. Now, the asset classes change, right? So in in Europe uh, and the Middle East, FX trading is, is far more popular, X, uh, FX and CFDs, uh, than the equities markets. Um, whereas if you go into Latin America, it tends to be local equities markets. Uh, but yeah, we've got customers all around the world. It's 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 pretty interesting. Um, you know, thankfully we support translation and localization. And oftentimes I log into a platform that's using our charts, and I can't even navigate the UI to figure out where the buttons are because uh, you know they look different and and they're in uh, they're in Arabic or you know whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, so it's 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 pretty wild. Uh, at this point, I, I, I hope you didn't find that with our system. I hope you, I hope you understood where everything's at. No, 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 no. I, uh, <laughs> the language barrier was 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 minimal. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, it's it's been fun, and I think you know that is the interesting thing about technical analysis is that it is uh, applicable to any market, any instrument. Uh, we recently brought on a client uh, that has nothing to do with the financial markets uh, that's actually doing natural gas exploration and has uh, it does fracking. Right. So they're basically uh, extracting natural gas out of the earth and they've got these uh, uh, wellheads. So they they, you know, drill and bore into the earth. And this is me not being a geologist, bore into the earth and they press high pressure fluid down and that forces the gas back up. Um, and so they have sensors that measure all of the pressure at all the different points along the wellheads. Um, and they're actually pumping that data into chart IQ and using technical analysis to identify when they have problems in the system um, and to be able to proactively uh, uh, troubleshoot things uh, before they have to shut down systems. That is uh, that is ridiculous. That's awesome. 
I mean, that's yeah, uh, since it, she it was works, there, right? If the trend is going against you, like that yeah, yeah. well has going to blow. Uh, and so it's 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 really interesting as we have again just this massive amount of of data coming out of these systems, whether it's industrial uh, IoT, you know, all these kinds of of sensors. Uh, so there's a lot of fun stuff out there. Yeah, definitely. Um, look, uh, we won't uh, take too much out in terms of the fracking guys. I hope for uh, for their sake, I hope the Trump wins. For your sake, I hope the Biden wins. Uh, I don't know. I don't know which which way I said, but anyway. Um, but thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, I know I know you've got a, a very long night ahead of you, staring at polls, and and, and hopefully uh, you'll 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 have a good night's sleep after that. Uh, whether it be from misery or joy. Um, but uh, thank you so much for making the time and coming on the show. Um, we've got some cool stuff that, um, that we'll, we'll start um, doing uh, again, probably Q1 next year with, 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 with uh, your team uh, and delivering more and more results. Um, I, I look forward to probably having you back around then. Uh, yeah. If uh, Hopefully it'll be face-to-face. I was going to say hopefully cool. in person. Let's be optimistic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I hear that if, if Trump wins, most people are moving down to Australia anyway, including Bruce Springsteen. So uh, maybe uh, maybe you can come join us. Can in, you help uh, me in... get a visa? Is that what you're saying, Ivan? You can. Uh, I I can I can. Yeah, I'm sure we can get you like a distinguished. Will you adopt distinguished... The... Uh, we, we look. I, I can't I can't speak for my government, but uh, you know we. Uh, yeah, we we've got some friends. Uh, and we made the joke today that. Um, when we spoke earlier, of course, you were on the phone with Andrew, uh, and our Victorian Premier is Dan Andrews, who, you know, we um, most of us don't really like so much. But anyway, uh, we'll we'll try and adopt you, uh, and you know, and hopefully by that stage, Dan Andrews won't be with us. But anyway, um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Uh, lovely seeing uh, and actually speaking to you um, in person. Uh, all the best tonight. All the best over the next couple of months, and uh, we'll chat soon. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, uh, yeah, I look forward to working closer together in the future. And we'll send you a visa. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.